Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sylvan Vaughn, Kenneth Eastrow, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on a program that solicits your involvement in the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox. 314-881-TMA5. And also every Tuesday we take nothing but phone calls. 636-9004-TMA and your emails for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Doug, let's dig in. Okay. Uh, Pete in Staten Island will get things under your eye. Is he there? Actually, today's program is unique because uh, Ed Herman's going to be in studio at 8 from Brown and Crouppen, title sponsor of the program. And Kelly Chase is going to be with us at 9. And he was texting me last night, but I was already tucked away all snug in my bed. Oh, I bet you were. But uh, I think he might be, he asked if we were doing it in the studio or on the phone. I texted him this morning at 5.44. I said, hey, if you want to do it in the studio, God bless. So I don't know. Either way, uh, they're doing an event uh, to raise money for uh, cancer research, both for Siteman and the Jimmy V Foundation coming up. Uh, Kelly Chase, a friend of the show for a long time, battling cancer himself. And uh, so looking forward to uh, Let's see. He just said, shoot me a call on break. So we'll find out. I guess he doesn't realize that the break might not come for about... Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Very well. Yeah, I guess maybe we should hit... Uh, we'll do traffic and weather on the uh, sevens. So okay. at 717, we'll break. Okay. Take a look at how things are going in St. Louis traffic because it's kind of like the 101 in rush hour when it gets down to 44 and 55. Do we have a dedicated traffic guy? Jackson? No, Iggy handles the weather, but I don't know that we have a dedicated traffic guy. I think uh, the other stations, like I think Moon does their traffic over there. And oh, they, does he really? And I think they have a printout. That Where's they, our printout? That it sends to them every half hour or so what traffic's doing. He just reads it. Well, we could use that. Well, we don't do traffic on the sevens. If we did, I'd get something sent to us. I'll do a traffic. There it oh, is. Oh, we got the helicopter over Highway 64 right there. A little backup on 64 as people merge into Big Ben on those nine lanes that merge. So you may nice. want to take an alternate route like maybe Oakland. Back to you, Steve. And that would be our traffic report. 
It's not a bad little report. We're going to do reports at like 5.30. Probably get a No sponsor. traffic to speak of right now. You can get on the roads now. You got it to yourself. Back to you. Well, it's never really like that. I get I weather. Weather I can do, too. Send me weather. I don't need to send it. I can just do it myself. But you're making it up. No, high pressure system rolling in today with storms rolling in. High of 84, and then it'll drop into the 30s. Okay. With snow. There you go. That's all people should need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Isn't it really supposed to be 82 with a low of 26 tonight? Is that, like is that what you got? Let me take a is look at it. Real life? Design Air, a sponsor of the email of the day. We also check the weather at this time because we remind you to work with the great Seth Gold Camp at Design Air Heating and Cooling Online at designairservice.com. Doug's a client. Iggy's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client? Work with Seth. Design Air Heating and Cooling, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Uh, so it's going to be 80 per the uh, Apple forecast. At 3 p.m., Plowhawk. It'll be higher than that. And Iggy says it'll be higher than that. Okay. Uh, then it looks like the Hawk kicks up right at midnight. Right at midnight, right the Hawk at the kicks up. And uh, then at 6 a.m., and I've got that as 15 hours later, it'll be 29. Sweet mother of mercy, oh, Doug. Like, what a front. I asked Alexa last night the weather. I had to triple check, like, what she said. It's weird. 55 degree difference. I mean, I'm in shorts. You can see the the line on my thong, can't you? I can't. Whale's tail. That's right. Old money. Looks like you're going to cheat up today. It's weird. I'm going to try to with the uh, two year old. We both have the Apple app and we get different temperatures on our forecast. Really? Yeah. What do you got? You're you're probably already in Tampa for the week. No. Yours is always about two degrees warmer than mine. Oh, interesting. It's weird. Are you on Celsius? I know you're a big European guy ever since you got the place over in Monaco. I, I'm not on Celsius. I could not unless imagine I'm there. hanging out with anyone that does Celsius. That'd be different. It'd be than, so hard. That'd be different than two degrees. How about that, Doug? You think the U.S. will ever come around and no. doing things the way the rest of the world does? Uh, unless there's an invasion and we lose control of the nation, no. Well, that's kind of happening. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's happening, Yes, yes. we should lead with that. Uh-huh. People can find, barely figure out yards. How long it would take them to figure out meters? Metric. Well, it, it does kind of make more sense than feet and yards and miles. It makes the only way sense. I can figure it out is that when I lived in Bermuda, everything was in, I think, kilometers, miles per hour. Kilometers. Kilometers. And you could only do 35 kilometers an hour, which is 20 miles an hour. So I just figure out that mm-hmm. way. 70 kilometers would be 40. I remember before uh, Doug Big Boyd and threw out Taylor's name at Enterprise in Florida, they pulled a vehicle out, which was super small for four people and four luggage. But mm. it was from Ontario, Canada, and so the mile per hour were kilometers. I remember when oh, we got yeah. in and yeah. realized it was too small, and we're like, wait, this isn't even a mile per mm. hour. Then you threw Taylor's name out there, and we got this big SUV. I feel bad for, like, caddies. A caddy for, like, European players. And if they're not European, if they're American, the European players like their yardage and... Is it centimeters or meters? So they have to calculate it. It's not 174 yards. It's yeah. 136 meters. If you know how to do that, you got to figure all that out for your European Well, now course. they probably just carry a phone with an app, right? Or no, caddies can't, caddies can't use that. They're not allowed to use a phone? No. Why? I don't know. Ask the PGA. No, I'm not going to ask them. I'm too busy. What do you got going? This? Yeah. This Possible is, traffic update? <laughs> this is way out of the. This is right in the hijacking uh, area, but we're talking golf. And maybe Tim knows this. I don't know because he he talks to Wellington. You know, say it's a Saturday afternoon. You're the, you're in the final group. All right, Tim. Mm-hmm. You hit your drive into the 
bunker on 18. <laughs> the guy hits it out. The caddy rakes it. Why? You're the last group. The grounds group is going to re-rake all the bunkers overnight for the next day's round. Why rake the bunker? Just being polite? You don't have to. That is correct. And it actually happened in the PGA Championship at Belle Reve. Doug, remember Gary Woodland was in the final group. Was that on Saturday? I don't know what day it was. And uh, let's pull up number number 10. Uh, we're all uh, members at Belle Reve, so this is obviously mm. uh, something we're very familiar with. Intimately. And, and, uh, and there's a uh, bunker protecting the green that is a par 5 for those of us who are members was playing as a par four that day, and Woodland's second shot goes over the green, and he chips it, and if memory serves, he chipped it a little aggressively, and then it trundled. Here you see the trundling, mm -hmm. and then it goes back into the green. Well, somebody had a bunker shot also in the last group, and the caddy didn't rake it because they were the last group, and so then Woodland, if memory serves, it was Woodland, maybe it was somebody else, uh, then had to go into the bunker that was unraked because they were the last group. And end of video. Mm -hmm. And I get that. That's why you I wanted said. to talk about the 2018 PGA Championship third round today. And so right, there you go. it's topical. It's what's that's, on everyone's mind. That's why I said fairway. Bunker. My favorite hole in the around, the around the green, if there's somebody off the green, you could chip it all across the green into the bunker. I get that. But a fairway, you're the last group. Nobody's hitting it in that bunker. Well, it only takes a second to do it, so why not just do it? But why? You don't have to. Because it's the polite thing to do. Yes. Why not just take a five seconds and do it? You know it's the yeah. right thing to do. If you know how to rake a bunker, Doug, it takes more than five seconds. Okay, wow. 15, 20 seconds. It takes sometimes a couple of minutes. Here's a, here's a suggestion. I don't know if this is accurate. I think it's because, and I know this is hard to believe, some people like to do the right thing even when they don't have to. That's from KG and O-Town. Uh, well, you make he'll no be in sense. Thursday uh, and Friday and, and Monday and Tuesday <laughs> you when make, you're in the Hampton. Oh, good. You make no sense. Because you rake it, you, the walk, to the, you walk nice to the green stew. with your player, and then you're done playing, and the grounds crew is already out there preparing the course for the next morning. They're raking all of the bunkers. So there's really no well, so, reason to rake it. So why not litter? Because there'll be a janitor behind well, you to pick it up. I, what do you mean litter? <laughs> Throw trash on the ground. rules. I want people to know that. Janitor will be around to That's pick it up. It's not even close to the same Yes, thing. it is. No, it's not. Just do the right thing. Just take Another a t-shirt and I'm do sorry the polite I asked. Spike Lee joint. Sorry I asked. Is that Danny Aiello? Right? Yeah, I don't know. It's one of my five favorite movies. Is that right? I loved it. What's uh, Jackson's five favorite movies, Doug? All right, let's get them. Uh, I believe it goes Do the Right Thing. Casablanca. Uh, no. Godfather Girl. 1 and 2 are in there. Girl Has to Have It. Uh, Django is in there, and then Oh Brother Where Art Thou is my favorite. Oh yeah, God, your that's favorite a, movie? Yeah, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's really good. Never that's a seen that's it? a sneaker play too. I have not seen that in years. Who's in that? Art the delectable George, George Clooney. Yeah, it's John Turturro, Tim Blake Nelson, really good. John Goodman, shout out Afton. What's up, Afton? Man, yeah, I bet that, John Goodman's been in fifty movies. More, more than, than that, that. More, way more than that. Oh my God. There was a while there when he had a bit part in almost everything. He was in Bruce <laughs> Almighty. Yeah. Like just a random movie. He's in everything. <laughs> he really is. Think he raked his bunker when he was done? Yes. I couldn't see him Probably. being a very good golfer or golfing that much. No. Yeah. Well, he's in a hundred movies. Did he play football in Afton? Cougars. I'm leaving. I'll be back in an hour. That's some Stephen time. Oh, to our people <laughs> Didn't you ever wonder that? Wonder what? <laughs> Why are they raking the bunker? We're back on the bunkers. <laughs> we got off that, and we went to John Goodman. 
Well, beautiful like segue. It, this makes sense. I guess I'll never get the answer. What is it? What is the answer you're looking for? I, why I, your I, answer was? Why would you rake a bunker? I think answer why? I, think I don't think the answer is to be polite. We gave you the answer. I don't yes, think if I got a caddy, it's, it's the right thing to do. If I got That's a caddy the on the air, he guarantees that I don't have to. I do it because it's the polite thing to do. That's not going to be the answer. The answer would be yes. It's the right thing to do in golf is rake a bunker after you're in it. They're yes. all about integrity on no, these. No, the answer may be like, it's just automatically we have to rake every bunker whether it's the last round or not. Yeah, it's probably force of habit. They just last, do it because they that's what they do. Last round, I get it because they could have a playoff and. Wouldn't you feel like a jerk by walking around a bunker and then getting out and not raking it? Not if it's the last hole of the Saturday round when they know they're going to do it tomorrow morning. You just want to leave your scent there. <sighs> that did it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when you do the right thing, you're never doing the wrong thing, right? That sounds pretty. Wow. Pretty stupid. Better put the hot mittens on for myself. Sounds like a high school teacher. I just there. stumbled onto my own hot take. I'll put the EDF mittens on there. You need them on. But even even if you don't have to do something, if it's the right thing to do, you still ought to try to do it. Bag full of trash back there. You're leaving for the day. You got a soda can. Barely fits in there. I'm gonna take the garbage out. Oh, they're picking it up in a half hour. The, the cleaning crew is coming in a half hour. They're dumping all the garbage. Would you take the garbage out? It's the right thing to do. Oh, if it was my job to take it out, sure. Doug, I'm watching you guys on YouTube for the first time in ages. Your forehead has shrunk. Nice hair, boy. Huh. That's from Caller Ellen. Oh, wow. Thank you, Ellen. Yesterday, a guy online called me the uh, Chancellor of Tufts University. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked it. All these wisps, all these Tufts. I'm now the chancellor of Tufts University. You know what? I think I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him to see if they can take me back to 2004, that picture with me, you, and Steve Savard. Yeah. And can they do that? But I don't want like the Kevin James thing. I believe Kevin James. What's that? Well, I, I think, or Brian Urlacher thing. Oh, man, Urlacher. Uh, I tell you what, we went to Milwaukee and driving through Chicago. They're everywhere. They're, the billboards? They're literally, Brian Urlacher hair things are really? everywhere. Mm. I'm, it's How does he by look? midway. It's all, they're all over, man. I think Urlacher was a guy who was good with the, the shaved head. He looked good. That could be a thing where if you've had a shaved head for many years. Nearly two decades, Doug. Yeah, people like it and they expect you to look that right. way. I, I never had the shaved head. So it, it wasn't as drastic. Right, as if I and had you nothing. had hair, and it probably yeah. was, what, about probably two, three inches that it has now moved forward? Yeah, yeah. What would Vin Diesel look like with hair? That's actually a good take. He wouldn't look the same. Oh, what would it, no. yeah, would he do like the, the comb over? Would he do a yeah. fade? Kojak, you wouldn't want Kojak with a hair transplant. I'm trying to think of That's other. That's way back. Yeah, Telly's my friend. Of course he is. I don't know what movie that's We got in there. Oh, that was we from Star 80. Eric Roberts said, Telly's my friend. Mm. I guess Kevin James has taken off the top. He's got no hair now. He's completely bald. Looks oh, is that right? Good. He shaved his head. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Really? <laughs> Jackson, you have a problem with me shaving my beard. Yeah. Would you have a problem if I got the Doug procedure? Hmm, not necessarily. No. I know the people at St. Louis Hair Restoration would do it right, so I know it would look good. It was a weave right there. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, I like. Might as well, might as well land the plane now that you got sure. it up in the air. Yeah, well, <laughs> Tim would go in there and get a, a hair consultation for free, free hair consultation over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. They'd take a look and they'd say, "All right, probably an FUE procedure, very similar to Doug." Mention TMA, two hundred and fifty dollars off 
a hair treatment. And I mean, take a look at Doug, man. The caller Ellen just said it great. His forehead has shrunk. That's, it has. That's mm -hmm. the truest statement I've ever heard. I'm feeling some. Mine's a little less invasive, just the finasteride every morning, a little laser cap action at night, six minutes a night. Super, super easy to do. And it's all thanks to our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. You can be the chancellor of Tufts University, mm -hmm. just like Doug. I suppose if you got it and then you didn't like the way you looked, you could shave it again. You know, that, that's always a possibility. It is your real hair. I have people come up to me and said, now, where do they get the hair from? I said, it, it came from my head. Where do you think they got it from? I said, does it grow? Yes, it grows. It's, it's one of the grafts that I had. It's one of the, the hair grafts that I had on the side in the back of my head. That's the way they do it. They just move it around. It grows. You got to cut it, and you'll have it forever where they transplant it because they take it from areas where you're not susceptible to male pattern baldness. So yeah, once they do the FUE procedure, which is what I had, you'll have that hair there supposedly forever. So that's that's the good part of that. It's always worth checking out. I mean, if it's if your hair is something that's bothered you, got a great resource right here in St. Louis with the people at St. Louis Hair Restoration, the great Dr. Christopher Palenga and the founder Greg Kryling, patients of their own product. They look great. Jackson looks great. I'm getting there, hopefully. Let me ask you guys a question. You may not know the answer, but if Tim got the procedure, what hair would they use? Because he doesn't. Well, the hair. Tim's the own hair. The they don't use someone else's hair. Yeah. Sides and back. Didn't well, they have you shave your head before? I get what you're about to say because the hair is shaved. Yeah. But when you got yours done, didn't they have you shave it down before you got the procedure? Yes, they shave it before they extract <clears throat> the grafts that are in there. Oh, okay. Because follicles? They, can you say follicles or do you I have can to say, say grafts? Follicles. They have a little tool. It's almost like a, a needle where there's a, a tiny hole in it. Oof. And if they had to thread a two-inch long hair through the needle, they said it would take them days Does to that do right? To do really? It. So they shave it so that they can easily get that hole through what's left on your scalp. Uh, so I could get this done this morning, theoretically. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I did. It took uh, three or four hours. Oh, I thought they used your shave hair. They shaved your head, then they used that hair. And then they glue it on. <laughs> <laughs> they went, they went to the stables at AB and just shaved uh, Clydesdale. <laughs> they shaved the area where they're going to take the hair out. They shaved the area where they're going to put the new hair in. So they're always dealing with your bare scalp. Could I, like, give Tim some of my hair when I get a haircut? He can use that. I, I don't know if his body would accept you your imagine hair. the listener donating bags of hair to Tim's <laughs> hair transplant? Yeah, this sounds like you're creating a toupee. Doug's hair is actually really growing mm -hmm. out of his head where it didn't grow before, right? Right, right, because there's different hair And when's the last time you had that hairline? Like, like how old? Like in your 20s or did it start happening in your 30s? Probably, probably late 20s. Sorry. I mean, yeah. you're going to see that nest in nature documentaries. I mean, I've seen yeah. peregrine falcons. Mm-hmm. Nestling with less. And, and the new hair where it's come in, you know, now they're front and center stage. These follicles are proud. They're standing up tall. Absolutely. Finally, instead of being hidden in the back of my hair, they're finally getting the spotlight. Tim would be a Miami 10 with a full head of hair. That's from Eric, and he's in the Central mm. West End. A Miami 10. <laughs> is there any such thing as a Miami 10 who's under 5'10"? I just don't oh, think there is. Probably. For a lady. How tall was Don Johnson? Was he not a tall man? He, I know he's rock chalk. I know that's got to be a strike. I, I don't know how tall he was, I I don't remember how tall he was. Oh, he's not from Miami either. Uh, 5'11". Yeah, he made but the cut. Lived there. He was a good-looking dude, though. But he lived there for a long time. Well, he filmed there. Yeah, he lived there while they were filming. I doubt it. He did. I'm telling you, he did. We did numerous stories on him when I worked at WSVN Channel 7. You interviewed him and Earl Weaver. I told you I had dinner with him once. I, I, we didn't know it at the time. It was a fall preview party. 
for the NBC affiliate down there. They said, here's the new shows. They they do this sometimes for the larger yeah. network affiliates. Here's some of the new shows coming for the fall. And they had a huge party for the whole staff. And they bring in a couple of actors for the new shows that were going to be on NBC. And one of them was a new show we knew nothing about called Miami Vice. And the actor at our table was Don Johnson. We didn't recognize him, so we didn't give the guy the, the time of day. Is that right? <laughs> said, Who's this guy? You didn't notice how good looking he was? We had no idea who he was. Had no no clue who. But he you knew was. he was good looking, right? I, I didn't really pay attention to good looking guys. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. There were some actresses there that caught my eye a little bit more than Don Johnson did. Curse but then the we alley. found out later when the show came on and become the biggest hit in the in the that year for a couple years. We said, wait a minute, that was him at our table. That's my Don Johnson story. How about that, Iggy? So yes, he did live in I've Miami for a while. He's heard it before. Oh, here comes the Don Johnson story. Yeah. <laughs> I have told it before, but it came up organically, so I retold it again. Yeah, I know how I feel. I tell these stories, but I, but doing three different programs, I don't know where that I've told them. Mm -hmm. So then it just kind of triggers me. Usually, I'm telling them on QFTA, and I go, I think I've said this before. And then poor Jackson, who's such a kind-hearted soul mm -hmm. at this young age, but he'll get to a point where he's going to go. He's, I'll, I'll catch a physical tell where he's like, oh crap, this again. Just he feigns interest and mm -hmm. acts like he hasn't heard it before. That's what goes on well, from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. when we're recording QFTA. I think what goes under-discussed is that I am a world-class daydreamer, and I can immediately take myself to a new world in situations but this guy, Doug, to a whole new world. I'm, I'm uninterested Is that Peebo Bryson? Whole new world, world, am I right? I believe so. And uh, so I've done it my whole life, a lot of practice in, in school. Sometimes it happens on 101, and, mm -hmm. uh, and I feel badly because I notice it's going on mm. and it doesn't speak to the broadcasting performance that I'm having that a gentleman who's the only other guy in the studio has begun to take himself to Peebo Bryson's whole new world <laughs> and then also if I pause he's going to be completely lost so I have to keep talking until I realize his mm. eyes have reconnected that's yeah. right yeah you and JR could essentially be reading the phone book and I wouldn't know oh. so are you saying you especially tune out during hockey segments don't do this to yourself. Well, I know I can't contribute anything, so I'm better off in Walla Land. Do you do it at night too, Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the worst problem. I can't just go to sleep. My mind is always it's thinking of things. You know, I can't turn my brain off when I go to sleep. About? I, just something will pop into my like head. I'll breaking say, no, I mean, I'll say, no, I wonder if I would bowl again, and I start picturing myself bowling a 300 or playing golf or doing something. I'm always just, my, my brain just doesn't go off. I can't just lay down. Uh, I'm always, it's always thinking. It takes me like 45 minutes to fall asleep. Hmm. Oh, dude, I'm five minutes. If that, I'm yeah. out, homie. Yeah, I'll too. shut my brain off to everything. Pick that up again tomorrow. Oh, what am I worried about? Just think about that It's a nice morning. ability to have because oh, the people out. with insomnia really suffer with it. Holy hijacking! Oh, Brian Henschen. Uh, Which one? Me, 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 me. That's from the X in Espresso. I was talking to Jackson about something. Is that okay with you? Um, yeah, we know. Thanks. That's from Steve in Wildwood. You know what? You don't know much, so why don't you explain what you do know? Don't know much. Was that Aaron Neville and Linda Rodenstadt? 89? 90? Remember that? And then he just, he, he's saying a big bicep. Oh, yeah. And then Linda Ronstadt was a, so prevalent in the 70s and worked with, what, Glenn Fry and Don Henley? Am I, I correct I on that? I think so. I think so. Blue Bayou? Yeah, you're on that, Tim? Saving Nicholas. On which one are we talking about? Don't know much. Uh, I'm going to make a play. I'm going to... I guess I'll go 89. Yep. Nailed it. Whew. Whew. Mm -hmm. I needed that one to start the show. 
Yeah, nice one. It topped the Irish singles chart. The Irish singles? Yeah. Is that right? That's what I'm reading. For angry small people? Yeah. That's why I knew it. The IRMA. A trivia night for guess the year of the song. I'd bring Tim. We'd clean up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, he's the best. Like Tim, I don't even know. Like I'm from the '90s, and I couldn't name a, when the Water Boy <laughs> came was Keisha out. Gray or Keisha Gray over there. <laughs> Why is this wrinkled a hole still on the air? Oh. Do you pay him to make the show worse? That's from oh. Nate in Tallahassee, oh. and he's not happy about not being in the college football playoff. 35% crestfallen right now. Well, I just don't know what we were, we were talking about. Everything kind of tied into everything, but this it's somehow it's terrible. <laughs> everything tied into everything. I like that. Mm. Doug uh, Munganess oh, well. makes it possible at the yeah. 7 o'clock hour. That's I'll Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson. That's Peter Munganess. And then in the service department, that's Ryan Seiberg. They couldn't be any better. The official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, presenting sponsor of Jackson's Daydreaming Hour, also known as Balloon Party, from 10 to 11 on 101 ESPN. And you can go online and go shopping right now, stlouishacker.com or altontoyota.com. It's Munganess, St. Louis Hacker, Munganess, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. And work with the best. And the best is Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, Ryan Seiberg in the service department. Even if you didn't get your car from there, get your car serviced there. It's Munganest, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and the daily fantasy sports showdown and also thinking about it. Send your emails in because today for our email of the day prize presented by Design Air Heating and Cooling, you win a pair of tickets to see Primus. And Coheed and Cambria with special guest Too Many Zoos. Doug, that's taking place Saturday, August 3rd. Too Many Zoos. At St. Louis Music Park. Uh, an interview yesterday on Balloon Party made its way uh, around uh, Blue's Twitter tweets. Oh, really? It was the reason why Jordan Cairo was trending on the Twitter tweets. And, uh, and it was because of what Jeremy Rutherford said to a question we were discussing at the tail end of this program. And that is percentage of likelihood that Jordan Cairo gets traded. Now, not necessarily by March 8th, mm-hmm. the trade deadline for this year, but by the time his no-trade clause kicks in. I asked Jeremy Rutherford that. The nonling had told me he's at 52%. I think it's going to happen as well. I'm at 67%. What percentage did you... I, feel I was like at 40. 40%. All right, here's yeah. Jeremy Rutherford. Here's what I think about Cairo. I would give that a 50 to 60% chance that he's going to be traded before the no trade clause kicks in. And that might be a little low for some. I just think that it, it's it's right there in the middle. But I, I think this, I would be shocked if Jordan Cairo finishes his eight-year contract with the Blues in St. Louis. He might pay, make it past the no trade uh, clause when it kicks in. And I realize that would give him control before that point, And that might not make a lot of sense to people. But I don't know that the Blues are going to be able to pull off a trade with Jordan Cairo between now and then. But once it does kick in, Tim, like Doug Armstrong always says, if we want to trade a player, regardless of if they got a no trade, we'll figure out a way to get it done. I would be shocked if he finishes the year contract in St. Louis. There you go. So as far as between now and the no trade clause kicking in, which is 2025, uh, he puts that at 50-60%. And it's one thing if it's like me and you and the nonling via text BSing about it, just kind of throw But when you have the guy who is... I think the the most well known person covering the blues, uh, putting it at fifty sixty percent. That really surprised people, hmm. and so that's what got that going yesterday on the 
Twitter tweets. I like hearing it because I think it's the right move. I realize it carries risk, but the best way I can sum it up is I would say it's a 50% chance he ever realizes his potential, but it's a 100% chance that you know he's going to cost you $8 million a year, and it is a long, long contract. Yeah. And uh, this is an organization that isn't in a position to take a chance. Plus, it's an organization whose style of play at the moment doesn't necessarily lend itself to what may be his strengths. And, Doug, you say he needs to play a 200-foot... 200-foot game, game. Better in the neutral zone. Nice. Finish his checks. He needs to finish his checks. Is that right? Yeah, just stumble upon I don't know how often he starts them. No. So there is a difference between, say, Jeremy said, between 50 and 60. A 50 per 60 percent chance, 50 to 60 percent chance they trade him. Would that be mm. different than they would like to trade him? Or yes. they going to trade him? I think it's a 100 percent chance they'd like to trade him. Well, I don't know about that, but he's just giving his prognostication. Because yeah. that is a big signal to the organization uh, of a change, and it's a big signal to the fan base that Doug Armstrong made a mistake. Yeah. You know, you don't allocate those kinds of dollars and that kind of contract uh, less than two years ago and then then ship them out. And you're also likely not to get incredible value in return because if you are trading a guy who's making that much money, you're likely trading him and when his stock is in decline, not necessarily at peak. Okay. Well, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he doesn't last the full eight years. Oh, eight that years, is a, that's a long time in hockey to be on one team, eight years. There's not a whole lot of blues that have done that. Uh, there, there have been plenty, but usually it's the stars. And they thought Kyrou was going to be one of those stars, and he just hasn't evolved into that. They see his speed on his steel slippers and his saucy mitts, and they, th- they thought that this guy's going to be a real star. And it's probably not going to get any better. I talked to Doug before the show. It's like he's still really young. It kind of seems like, you know, he, he is a little fragile. With And you have the whole city waiting for him to be traded or begging for him to be traded or talking about it. And we've done that with Tarasenko and other players in the past, but I don't think it's going to get any better with the fan just basically on his ass. I don't think that's Probably how not. he's motivated. That's why him and Barubi never really got along all that well, I think. There were quite a few people who were really down on Pareko last year, too. I'm always down and he on certainly, Pareko. he certainly has rebounded to have a nice year. This year's year a nice year, absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I think the difference, and, and this is... This is by no means like coming from Rutherford or anybody on the team, and I want to make that clear. But I think the difference, it, it, really where I'm getting it actually is is more Craig Berube's comments before he was fired. I think with Pareko, it was a thought process that here's a guy who's being put into a top-pairing role when he was outstanding, when he was more of a you know second-pairing guy with Jay Bomeister. And that's when he was able to play his style of game. He's not going to be an offensive force. With Kairou, so in other words, it was more about the roster spots and him being put in a place where he was not necessarily suited to be. With Kairou, so much of it is about effort. And when you have that, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Oh, oh, both guys have unlimited physical potential. Everything you'd want in a, in a player physically. Perhaps the difference is Pareko is an extremely likable guy. Everybody loves Colton Pareko. And Kairou, I think, sometimes doesn't say the right things. And that rubs people the wrong way. Like when he said Barubi, well, he's not the coach anymore. Don't worry about that. It it just wasn't the right thing to say. And I I expect there's other times when he may rub people the wrong way. 
at least we're in a better spot than last year. Last year, it looked like Robert Thomas and Cairo were just complete overpays. At least one of the two mm-hmm. looks like he's going to stick around and be very productive in Robert Thomas. So at least you hit on one of them. You didn't pay mm-hmm. Cairo and let Thomas walk. That'd be just miserable. At least you got one that's locked in. And if you can trade Cairo, then you, you, know, you can kind of build your franchise around him. I, I still think I said this yesterday. I don't want to repeat it. I think Kyrie would be a really good player on a really good team. I when, agree. When he's not a frontline center or a frontline, a first line player, and he can play not against the other team's best players, but against their second or third line, he could be a real threat. Oh, you put him in like Tampa or Boston? Yeah, of course. Yeah, a, a power play guy who doesn't get first line minutes. Doesn't see the other team's best players. He could be real dangerous. One of my favorite Cardinal trades is when they traded away uh, Alan Craig. And my reasoning was you're going to have a financial liability for someone who, through no fault of his own, he got hurt in, I think it was like September 2013, rounding a base in Cincinnati, uh, and was never the same. You had a financial liability. I couldn't believe the Red Sox took it on. Uh, that was going to cost, let's see, uh, let's see, Doug, we're at 18 million, 29 million, 30 million dollars, 2014 through 2018. 30 million dollars. Uh, I realize 30 million dollars, as weird as it is to say, a decade later isn't as big of a deal. It was a bigger deal a decade ago, which is really weird, but he was going to make, for example, 11 million dollars in 2017. And to get that off the books, is so valuable from a flexibility to improve your organization standpoint. And with Cairo, that's where I'm coming from. I just I, I realize there's risk that you go, oh my God, the Blues traded away Jordan Cairo. There is risk, but there is certainty that you have somebody at this moment who is not maximizing his potential or even close to it, and I'll have one game where you go, holy crap, this guy's insane, and then about four games where you go, oh my God, how about that? Like, for example, uh, with the two games that are sandwiching the ones around uh, the win against the Islanders where he played a big role, and Robert Thomas went out of his way to compliment him after the game, even though it was Buchnevich with the hat trick and Biddington with the shutout. Uh, meanwhile, he's getting, what, one shift on Saturday in Detroit. And I know Thomas was yanked as well, but um, overall, the point being, if Rutherford hadn't said that, we wouldn't be talking about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Todd Reesing is not happy with the discussion, Doug, and Plowhawk, you are playing him in the Fan Page Club Championship. I I can't keep track of these matches. I think he did agree, so that's good. That's a positive thing. I never thought I'd say this, but this is a Brandon Crawford show today, not a Jordan Cairo show. What? I mean, this is a Uh 37-year-old. Like, we can't be talking about that. Plowhawk, I got a screenshot here of you arguing with Tom Ackerman? Those are words I never oh, thought I'd no. say. It wasn't really an argument. I mean, we kind of... What's going on? Buried the hatchet. What do we got going on here? Well, he showed highlights. It, to me, it was very deceiving. He said, this is what the, this is the Cardinal, who the Cardinal just got. And he's showing highlights of Brandon Crawford 13 years ago. And yeah. so uh, my whole point was, you know, our, our starting right fielder this year was, you know, in fourth grade when these highlights came out. <laughs> this is not quite the player 
The Cardinals are currently getting. So here's the exchange. Uh, some Brandon Crawford highlights with your coffee. Good morning. That's from Tom Ackerman. Plowhawk responds, this was him 13 years ago, LOL. Mm. Ackerman writes, I should have posted a video of his failures at age 37. You're right. Oh, well, if you get Tom Ackerman oh. going. <laughs> and I, I could have went a lot of directions here, but I respect Tom Ackerman because it sounds like he just called the signing a failure. So I was like, but no, I, I like the guy. So I just was saying it was kind of deceiving that this isn't the guy we're getting. But then we, we, you know, looking down on the comments, we buried the hatchet. We're all good. I, I was not angry at all. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. What a Tommy Ack. How can you be mad at that guy? No, you can't. How much did he get? Oh, I no, you, you have that information. Why don't we take a break? We'll look it up. Somebody's got it. I mean, probably, I'm sure it's you get it. Minimum. <laughs> I don't I on the phone. Brandon Crawford salary. Every time I get on my phone, people say, who's oh, playing with this phone again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly Chase is not happy with me. Uh, as I said, he said, shoot me a call on break. That was at 710. We all knew the break mm. wouldn't happen unless we took a break for traffic right. and weather. Uh, and then uh, since I didn't respond, he said, okay, how about this? You shoot me the address instead of calling me because you seem to be confused. Oh, oh. that son of a... Eesh. Yeah, Lisa didn't break you on the air. Mm. They don't have a vow. God, it always goes back to Lisa Ann. There's no... It always well, goes look, back you didn't reach there in a text. He just sent you a text. He didn't yell at you. That would be great if he came in here. Started oh, yelling my God. Turn minutes. a text. And I would stick up for you. Of course you would. Of course, you're <laughs> 20 minutes of just berating. Uh, it doesn't uh, say his contract for the Cardinals. I don't know what that God, is. God, you figured somebody like... Rosenthal or somebody always has the numbers. I, I, no, it'll come out sooner. I'm sure they didn't spend. I wouldn't spend imagine much. very much. Not very much. No, I only bring that up because I go back to what Mosaic said about uh, we won't be ma- or Dewitt said we won't be making any more trades uh, or signing anybody because of the money and unless it's a trade for same price as the player, we're not going to be spending any more money. And they've already spent it on three players since then. Well, I think this is insurance for Tommy Edmond. Oh, I know it is, but still. Well, that's why they did it. Edmund, <laughs> Edmund's, Edmund's they more money. They don't so, have a backup for Win. Should something happen to Win in the early parts of the season? Nobody in the minors. Nobody that they like as much as Brandon Crawford, I guess. Nobody that they want I to like sit this, on the bench. I like this, and I've always liked Brandon Crawford. They sent me three baseballs for Gobble Bowl from Brandon oh, Crawford. Oh, gosh. But he was a great player at one point. If, if, all, if all goes well, he'll sit on the bench while Mason Win tears it up at shortstop. Or he becomes a starter after the second week. and It could be if Wynn gets hurt or something, yeah. You've got a guy who's, a, what, I think a three-time All-Star? Or hitting a buck 20, they'll sit him down. <laughs> yeah, well, defensively, I, they must think he can still handle it. <laughs> Cal May just made an appearance. Call in. Big man! <laughs> Looking at some classics. Cal May doing a Keisha Gray there? <laughs> He's giggling. That was a giggling count. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. You can hold us accountable. Ed Herman in studio at eight o'clock, and Kelly Chase in studio at nine o'clock. Okay. Now, now he's not going to be happy. No, he'll come that in. Sounds, just sounds like fire. But uh, looking forward to talking it over with him in studio too. How great is that? I mean, oh, fantastic. We might uh, we might need to pack a lunch for balloon party, Jackson, because <laughs> with uh, Ed Herman and Kelly Chase, we can just settle in. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, get involved on in the program. Jeff Lotman, Compass Realty, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. 314-881-TMA5 is how you can text and save the number and, and become a friend of the feather. Maybe you're the next Arbor Day. Maybe you're the next old Appleton stepdad. Mm. 
try your hand at it, you know. Uh, That's a lofty goal. I know. That is, it is not easy to become the old Appleton stepdad. 314-881-TMA5. Jeff Lotman is with Compass Realty, and uh, homes are going on the market. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Springtime is the time when people put their homes on the market or they start to think about it. And if you have a real estate agent who is plugged in like Jeff, doing it now for 22 years with half a billion, billion dollars worth of sales in the St. Louis area, you have somebody who knows about a home that may be going on the market, and you have an advantage. So work with Jeff. Same thing goes the other way. If you're looking to sell your home, work with Jeff. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's Jeff Lotman with Compass Realty, sponsor of the text inbox here on the morning after, which is presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Uh, Doug, here is uh, more fun with audio from uh, yesterday. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz uh, talking about uh, turning the page to next season as they get ready for spring football in Columbia, Missouri. I think whenever you have enough um, ripples in your organization or brotherhood through changes, it creates a sense of urgency. I know for me personally it has, and I think for our team, um, it's done the same thing. I think there's also been that ripple effect of being able to watch um, our players compete in the Senior Bowl and at the Combine, and there's a sense of it's my turn now. Uh, it's my opportunity now to go achieve what I've always dreamed about achieving. Um, but they also realize that that didn't just wish to happen. Uh, our, our players that are at the Combine or that are getting ready for Pro Day, they work their butt off for a year. We're completely dedicated and bought into, hey, if I come back this season and dedicate myself, I can put myself in a position to play at an elite level. You're seeing that next wave of leaders and setting the tone for what the standard is. Um, you know, if you get caught around patting yourself on the back for last year, you're going to be really disappointed. And so I don't think uh, anybody is is sitting around staring at the Cotton Bowl trophy. All right. There it is. Okay. Eli Drinkwitz. I bet he is. You well, think he is sitting around staring at the Cotton Bowl trophy? I don't know trophy? what he is. I don't know what the message there is. It's just don't don't rest on your laurels. Is that the message? You got to work hard to do it again. He went into more detail about individual players from last year who really stepped up uh, to achieve their dreams and what he's seeing that kind of develop this year too. You know, kind of follow the leader kind of stuff. But I cut it because it kind of got monotonous at a certain point. Okay. But he was kind of talking about how like Brady and Luther have stepped up after seeing what guys like Darius Robinson and Cody Schrader. Uh, and some other guys had done to advance their game and by proxy advance the team's game. Have you looked at any of the NFL mock drafts? Is Cody Schrader going to get picked, do they think? I have not seen. Usually those mock drafts don't go too many rounds. And I've seen two that have him in the seventh round. Yeah, I could there's see him. mock yeah. drafts that go seven rounds? Yeah, 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 yeah I've seen them. Well really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, that's I've seen them where they, pick every, they predict every player Walter pick. football does a lot of uh, that. Seven <laughs> rounds? Our lads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you can't. Lad, I mean, they yeah. have no clue. But there are a couple that I saw in the seventh round. They had them go in the seventh round. Rakestraw is someone who they are really targeting as one of the top cornerbacks in the class. He might be a first round pick. Yeah, very well. Really, be. I think first so. rounder. I, th- I honestly, I think so. Yeah, he's a first or second round guy. Yeah, good for him. Corner, I feel like, is one of the bigger crapshoots in terms of draft picks. Ty Hill. Is he a safety? Oh, no, he was a corner. Mister Pick. Could have been a middle big, linebacker. Big, hulking guy. Yeah, was he was 6'2 and just kind of batted passes Yeah, there. every bit of 250. Looked like Bo Jackson back there. 
I'll be in the Lesser Antilles tomorrow. I cannot wait to spend a week not listening to Iggy make dumb comments like, oh. quote, how much is he being paid? That's from Mr. Licks, Doug. It sounds like he's got a trip planned. Oh. Hell, that's a lie. <laughs> Daddy's taking the yacht out. He's driving down to Destin. You think he's going to Destin? Those are the lesson. Destin's the Lesser Antilles? I, I don't going know to the Holiday a, Inn across the Six Flags just staring at it. I don't know that it's an insult that someone's going to Destin. I don't get that either. I mean, I'm a poor, so like the yeah. places I go to aren't. No, like, I love mm-hmm. Dustin, but he's not traveling the world. He's probably going to park next to Big Al in the St. Peter's Park. And oh, is that the Lesser Antilles? I don't know what camp. the Lesser Antilles mm-hmm. are, so it could be theoretically St. Oh, Peter's, Missouri. Just probably a group of islands. And, and there must be a Greater Antilles. Well, okay, let's look and see All where right, the hell it, it is. All right, I'm looking it up. I've right. never been there, so I can't tell you. Lesser Antilles. <laughs> Lesser Antilles. I don't know how to of spell course, Antilles. In the Caribbean. Down there well, by, one is the Greater Antilles. Down there by yeah. Portugal. I don't know if they call the other one. The lesser down there by Portugal. Come the, on, what kind uh, of comment is that down there? Do you know where Portugal is? By the Azores. Where is Portugal? I don't know. It's in Trinidad. <laughs> Give us a guess. Give us a guess where you think Portugal is. Spain. That's that's another country. Where do you think Portugal down is? Down by Spain. Well, Portugal's its own country. Yeah. In what continent? Europe. Okay. He's kind of nailing it. Yeah, you're close. It's right by Spain. That's what oh, I said. Look at that. Shipped it. Yeah. So this is in Lesser Antilles in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Yeah, he's a bunch not, of he's go not there. going there. Well, how do you know? It looks because he lies about everything. <clears throat> Where are the images at? Oh, they're there. Yeah, it does look nice. Iggy loves Destin. When has he ever been to Destin? That's from Friends of Bert Convy. Uh, I've been there twice. Next question. Mm. Oh, rack them. Line them up. Rack them. OMG, stop letting him talk. Are we just not going to talk about City's big game? Mm. That's some big old fan. Look, if we're talking about City's big big game, I, I actually may need to get Go ahead, you want me to stop talking and talk about the soccer? <clears throat> he's, he's 40% crestfallen right now. Well, I just get so tired of it. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, no matter what I say, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk for five minutes. I haven't talked for 40 sec, forty minutes. I'll yeah. say something in five minutes. Ah, shut them up. <laughs> ah. Oh, they don't say ah, They don't say that. <laughs> Go eat another pancake. Oh. Big old fan, you're welcome to have another pancake. Uh, Doug CONCACAF tonight, Houston. Mm-hmm. Late starts, like 9.30. Yeah, it is. What's up with that? Must be another game before him. Must be a doubleheader. Twin Bill. Let's play two. Yeah. Is Klaus. Is it in St. Louis? No, it's in Houston. What was the first game? Here? Yeah. Yes, sir. So it's a home-and-home home conclave. So are there guys who kick with both legs? <laughs> there it's are. A, it's a two-leg game, so this it's on aggregate scoring. So the dogs are currently up two to one. Bundesliga? Second Bundesliga. Bundesliga. I think the NFL should do that. Aggregate like, scoring's cool. I, I kind of like that it's interesting, it's concept, So actually. if they tie tonight, they make it to the second round? Uh, there's tiebreakers. Sometimes it's road goals. Sometimes oh, no. it's you play uh, extra time. I'm not positive on CONCACAF's rules. I can... Look it up, though. Yeah, I don't really care. I just <laughs> oh, come on. That's why you asked. Has soccer ever pulled the goalie? Are you able to do that? Why would you do it? Sometimes they come up around They can come oh, I guess yeah, you don't know when the game ends. Yeah, so. yeah you can, what, sometimes on corner kicks, Plowhawk, they'll bring the goalie all the way up so that you have an extra man right okay. there. Uh, Shrimply Pibbles would like to bet you, Iggy. I'm pushing every chip I have into the middle. Zero chance Kenneth is looking through seven rounds of multiple mock drafts, and I am all... In mm. at Shrimply Pibbles. Well, you know why I looked? For the reason that Doug asked that question. I looked to see if anybody had Schrader going. 
That's the reason I did it, because I'm a big Cody Schrader fan. I want to see one of these drafts having him going, and two of them had him going to the seventh round. Now, how are you going to prove that? I don't know. No, I don't Unless you want to come over to my house and look at my history. Yeah. It was a couple of weeks ago, so I doubt it's still on there. I have a tendency to clean that out quite a bit. <laughs> you clean out your history? Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah, you never know who might come over to my apartment and look at my computer. Who's going to come over and go through your search history? Are we talking about the FBI? or No, family or something. Okay. Family comes You think up. your mom is going to come? Oh, I don't want you on here, Kenneth. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be my mom, but yeah, say my niece's husband comes over and he's going to use your computer. Yeah, and he looks up and there's big boob milfs. Oh, all kinds of stuff sakes. up there. Big boob. Big no. deal, loser. Oh. You're going to the Caribbean. More evidence you're a tryhard. Just say you're going to the Caribbean with a prepaid visa you received from your father-in-law. That's the Warson Woods wacko. What's wrong with going to the Caribbean? Well, he's not going. <laughs> What's wrong with the going, though? Apparently, if nothing. It, it, nothing. It's a normal person. But he's lying. Why would he lie about? I call that? her Ellen. Call her and say I'm going to the Lesser Antilles tomorrow. He say I have a great time. Licks? No, he's lying. <laughs> hmm. Maradona Show us your ticket. Like Go ahead. Take a picture of your ticket and let us see it. Licks. Text Licks. it in. Take a picture of your ticket. If you can show it to us, I will apologize. I would love to come over to your tool shed and look at your <laughs> search history. Might need to bleach my eyes afterwards. It's from Shrimply Pibbles, who, again, mm. he's all in. The hey. fact that he called it a tool shed, I never <laughs> <laughs> heard that. My apartment looks pretty nice right now. It's fairly new. Yeah. Doesn't have the closet space the old place had. No, it doesn't. I mean, I was going through a yeah. closet today, and I said, where are all my quarter zips gone? Because I couldn't fit them in the closet. Well, you threw some of them away here in the employee lounge. May I join you? No, those are bowling shirts I gave away. Mm. And they all disappeared, too. They disappeared? All, the all, bowling shirts. They were all taken. How so about the quarter zips? Well, you had to give them away? I gave some to Cletus. He could give to Mike Lee and... I gave him a Pringle uh, cashmere vest sweater. That he cashmere was... vest sweater. <laughs> yeah, actually, Colin Montgomery gave it to me. Of course. Um, what? <laughs> How have we not heard that? Out of all the stories we've heard, we've mm. never heard the Colin Montgomery sweater story. Like that to me seems like a miss. No, he was at the, the merchandise show in here, and they were he was promoting Pringle because that's who he. I think it's an English potato company. chips. No, it's an English company, um, and. Uh, they were promoting Pringles. We always got free stuff that they were giving away. And he gave me one, and I gave it to Cletus because I couldn't fit it in my closet, and he wore it a couple weeks ago playing golf. Your closet is so small you couldn't fit a, a cashmere vest? I'm thinking like Mean Joe Green, <laughs> drinking a Coke and then throwing the, the sweater to Iggy. Have a good one, kid. Well, I mean, I, there's a lot of things I couldn't fit in there. Yeah, I could have fit that in there, but I'd take something else out. Maybe you need like a, a dresser drawer or something to put something I have those full, too. Is it here? Is it here? Is the soccer game in St. Louis? Is it here? Oh, well, was the other game here? Tim, 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 stop it and look I, it up yourself! Hey, hey. Brian Hanson, who wants to see what the Colts are going to do in the oh. draft. And then if I do, you're the first one. He's on his phone again, Tim. Look, look, he's on his phone, Tim. Scold him, Tim. He's on his phone. Man. They do have separate Iggy phone threads. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, Idiots. come on now. You wonder, why, you wonder why I'm late for breaks. So I mean, I can't fall. unwind in three minutes. <laughs> you have you. to unwind <laughs> Some of you people, I mean, it takes me It takes me six minutes to... Unwind. Get the filth off. To get that stank <laughs> off. I mean, it's just you beat me down to a point where I need oh. more than three-minute break. I need to go out and relax for a minute. 
Come back refreshed. <laughs> Transform your story at Illinois Recovery Center. At Illinois Recovery Center, the team believes in the strength of every individual's journey to recovery. Whether you're taking the first step or continuing your path, the IRC's dedicated team is here to support you. Why choose Illinois Recovery Center? Holistic healing approach, expert care and guidance, safe and welcoming environment, tailored programs for lasting recovery, top-notch facility and accommodation. I have been there, I have seen it, and I know they are doing wonderful work at the Illinois Recovery Center. Please call 888-472-9559 or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Michael Wellington is listening to the program this morning, and he mm-hmm. says, I'll ask Bonnie if he recalls passing a cashmere vest again. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah, do that. It was only like 30 years ago. I'm sure I remember it. <clears throat> Doug, they listen to the show out if on If you're the listening, PGA what about Champions? the rake in the bunker thing? Uh, Michael, what about the rake in the bunker thing? Call in Ed Herman's in the building. We got him. Okay. Kelly Chase, I guess, is coming in the building. He's not happy with no. me. We have the designer heating and cooling email today at 945. Jackson and I, though, and then go down the hallway. They won't be happy. Uh, Jackson, what do we have coming up uh, on today's balloon party? Well, pills half and half. That sounded like nothing. It sounds like you got nothing. I don't know about that. You've got a lot? Mm, I wouldn't half. say that either. <laughs> oh, uh oh. Should I get the Venmo ready? No, Some news I mean, might break between stuff now to and talk then? about Brandon Crawford. Welcome to the club. I don't I, know. What do you want from me? That's kind of a thin topic. I mean, yeah, you can kick I, that I, around for a few it a minutes. Topic? I'm yeah. surprised by the apparent enthusiasm about this. Really? People are enthused? No, there are. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah, I really, I really am. How much veteran leadership or, or, do we need? Or, or, on the, or on the other side of it, the intense criticism of it. It's just like a guy who's about done mm-hmm. that they need because, once again, they've overestimated somebody's ability to come back from an injury. That really, to me, is the bigger story, is that Tommy Edmond was thought to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this procedure, this arthroscopic procedure he had four months ago, and here we are, and we're three days from March 1st. And the Cardinals have to resort to a guy who's 37 because they don't know what they will have from Mason Wynn and Tommy Edmond when things roll around. And so they got to go to Brandon Crawford. I mean, if this were 10 years ago, I suppose. And he was a gold glover in 2021. But, you know, I I just, you know, I, it, it, it isn't like it isn't an indication of the organization being cheap. And it isn't an indication that the Cardinals now have signed a guy who at one time was leading the Giants to the World Series. Uh, and every even year, I think they just kept winning World Series. Yeah, so wasn't it something like times, that? ten, twelve, and fourteen? Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals were clipped by them in the NLCS. Two of those. Yeah, and it so. seems like there was a run on free agents yesterday. So yeah. grabbing yeah. them at the it, time. It, it's like the Matt Carpenter signing. It's just a guy at the back end of the roster for yeah. lefty off the bench. Depth. Okay, yeah, three or four of those. You got yourself a damn problem though on that bench because it's AARP members that haven't had been many playing time in a week, and they're like one stretch away from a hammy injury. Well, but, but you don't need How much bad in- does Mason Wynn have to be that Brandon Crawford, who hit 173, or Matt Carpenter, who hit like 124, gets in the game? I, I don't think it's for, a reflection looking- on Wynn as much as it is that Edmund might not be able to fill in at short. Yeah, if something happens to Wynn, you still got to have a defensive shortstop. And, they don't really and without, without Edmund, they don't have that. And so this is just a guy, at the, again, at the back end of the roster. Just a guy, period. Well, that's, that's what he is at this point. You, you don't want your hotshot, your secondary hotshot minor leaguer to come up and sit on the bench all the time. I think there's a good in-between between 
your 21-year-old minor leaguer who got a couple years of grooming and a 37- and 39-year-old. Like, are there no 29- or 30-year-olds that can get a two-year deal that are solid backups, utility guys? Well, if they're 29 and solid, they wouldn't be accepting two-year deals. Well, as bench role players, I'm talking you're going to have guys that are just predominantly just utility bench role guys. Well, if there are, the, the Cardinals don't think they're as good defensively as Brandon Crawford. Yeah, Baseball is a game thing. of still scoring runs, though. Like, I thought the same thing, Flausey. But, you know, if they don't, you know, want to bring up an unproven rookie to back up a rookie. You know, I mean, it's only, what, two years ago the guy hit 300 with 20 bombs and a, almost 100 RBIs, won a gold glove. It was not that far removed. Yeah, they're not looking for his bat. With the DH, you don't need a lot of pinch hitters anymore. Who are you going to pinch hit for? Oh, I agree with that. The, the one guy you that. might pinch hit for is Wynn. So if they pinch hit for Win, if he bats at the bottom of the lineup, they pinch hit for him, you might need a defensive replacement for an inning or two. And defensively is not my issue, Doug. I, I, I get that. I, I, I don't understand if Carpenter could play third or how many positions he'll play defensively, but I get the Brandon Crawford defensive aspect of it. But well, that's like all, that's all it's about. Your team need to score runs. And they're well, going to be eventually in the game in some clutch situations and... I don't. I don't know. I well, I, I don't think they signed him, counting on him to have a big offense. No, I, I, I get that. Now, if he did, it'd be a. What would happen is Wing gets hurt, Crawford comes in, he has an all. He's selected the All Star team, and they sign him to a four year extension. Well, that's not going to happen at age thirty seven. <laughs> but that would be a cardinal thing to do. Well, you'd rather have a, a competent defensive backup than not have one, wouldn't you? I'm happy with the trade. It wasn't a trade. I'm happy with the signing. <laughs> Clip it I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't a trade because I asked you how much do they pay for him. So, LOL. That wacko considers the lesser Antilles just quote unquote the Caribbean. And Iggy, I don't have a plane ticket because you don't do tickets when you charter, you idiot. Oh, oh yeah. Now the lies keep pouring in to cover yourself. Yeah, you don't need a ticket at all. Just flying out of spirit. Probably in the lesser Antilles within two hours. Two and a half hours? No, I don't know. Maybe the speed of that jet. Yeah. yeah, you fly PGA. You don't need a ticket. Hell no. You just need okay. to know the owner. None of those are happening. It took them a while to come up with a reason not to have a ticket. Oh, yeah. Tell me I got a charter. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, uh, why don't we charter a flight out to uh, Circa in Las Vegas oh. and play some wagers? It's a fun idea. Been out there myself. Really good time over there at the old Circus Sportsbook out there in Las Vegas. But now what Circa has done is they brought Circus Sportsbook from Vegas out to you here in Illinois. If you're in the St. Louis metro area, make the short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, you sign up for the Circa Sports app because the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. Throughout the week, you can be betting on uh, hockey. You can be betting on college hoops, NBA hoops, and then right around the corner, Doug, the big dance, making your free throws come March. It's coming up very, very soon. And that first weekend, man, it's so much fun. The rest of the tournament's awesome, too. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But that first weekend where you have multiple games going on at once, you can hang out with your friends, bet on them all. Maybe you like a a little 12 seed making a run. Maybe you like the favorite. Maybe you like the over, you like the under. You like hanging with your friends, making a little group bet together. So much fun. I love March Madness. The weather starts to turn. And uh, maybe your account gets a little bit more flush with the Circa Sports app. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a 
Pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. And how about this? Take care of the person in your life who means so much, whether it be girlfriend, wife, your significant other, just because at Glenn Betts Jewelers. There's no better gift than a just-because gift. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941 and operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. So roll in there and think about the perfect gift you can give just because. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. GlennBettsJewelers.com is where you can find them or located one mile east to 270 on Manchester in De Pere in the jewelry business. There is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It's Glenn BetsJewelers.com. All right, on the other side of our commercial break, Ed Herman is going to join us, Doug. Right. Uh, and I can't wait to hear what he has for us this week. You never know. He'll have something. He always does. And then Kelly Chase is going to be in studio in the 9 o'clock hour, plus the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Uh, it's a big guest, 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hour. Looking forward to it. And then mm-hmm. uh, we'll have balloon party at 10 o'clock. There's your captain's log. No QFTA today. I think we'll be getting after it tomorrow, Jackson, if that works. Cool, man. Uh, there you go. All right, time for us to break. This is TMA, presented to you by Brown Crippen.